and welcome to Elite Cadre, the Hordes War Machine podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously, we hope. I'm Mike. That was said very earnestly. I'm Kurt. <coughs> I'm Benj. <laughs> nice. He's still dying there in the background, Benj. A little bit. Okay, fair enough. We apologise in advance for the death of Benj. <laughs> hey, what, you're going to call that? No, you tell me you are by yourself. <laughs> I'm getting back. We'll just net... We'll just let nature take its course. We'll let nature take its course. Well said. You started off so well. If we're, if we're going to talk about Infernals, do we need the Monsternomicon? Uh, not particularly, being as the Monsternomicon basically has no bearing on the modern game, other than, like, here's a thing. It'll be vaguely sort of maybe-ish like this. Isn't that uh, what to do with Cthulhu, anyway? Yeah. Well, I thought you wanted to, like, I mean... When you let Kurt ramble on about the Crucible Guard, he was talking about Lael and all that jazz. Crucible Guard, Crucible Guard, Crucible Guard. Well, the Crucible Guard have kind of been hinted at in actual sort of War Machine, um, sort of post-Monsternomicon days, if you talk about the original Monsternomicon, rather than the much later. This is confusing already. Um, what year just say no, just say no then. But uh, th- there is, uh, I think, one of the... Um, Infernals that we're seeing in the new faction that is descended from is that the Dark art. Legacy? Hmm? Is that one Infernal Dark Legacy? I don't know. It's <laughs> a joke. I, Moving on. I know. I know. Um, I thought you'd know the references. I know you know the reference, but no. there is a reference within Infernals to Dark Legacy yeah. as well. Yeah, I, I do know that one. Okay, moving on. Um, okay. Help my brain. Um, so yes, this last week has been. Uh, interesting with the um the, was it, what what are they called now it's not prime cast it was the it's the dev the, inside um, dev, was it dev chat the dev, dev chat, chat on it. the private press um twitch and youtube so we had a dev chat from private press which was going through not the models for the new faction infernals but some of their basic rules um and they have some interesting differences basically a third system Within War Machine and Hordes, I think is yeah, the best way to put it. It's as different to uh, War Machine and Hordes as Hordes and War Machine are from each other, but as similar as well. Yeah. So you've still got that that good backing of resource management, which is really the, the core of the game. You've still got that backing of lose your lead figure, the game is over, but it works in a subtly different way. Yeah, you've still got boosting and you've still got power attacks and core concepts. Hmm. I mean, the, the, the big sort of out-the-gate change is that we lose sort of focus and fury, and we have now, is it Essence instead? Yes, Essence. Yeah, they, they have a pool of Essence that they can use to summon things. So it works a, a lot like focus. It's, a, it's um, allocated like focus, but it's not replenished like focus, but they can... Every, it's, imagine, like, summoning is like an all... Um, Master, because so, they're warlocks. Are kind of warlocks or warcasters. I think they're just called. They're called if, um, masters. I th- oh, that's infernal yeah. master. Something like that, isn't it? That sounds. Oh, that sounds like I'm talking about. Um, Can summon an Malifo? is where I was going. No, yeah. you're right. It's it's the. I'm looking at the summoning page that they have on the CID thing. So it's like a spell, and they have to pay the essence that that the mm-hmm. value of the essence that that um, for that. Uh, what they're called? It's not called war beast. It's not called beast. It's something else, something. What they're called? Horrors, summon horror. Yes, they can do that. Um, yes. Can own enters play with only a single essence on them. Summoned horror can act normally on the turn that it is summoned. But a horror that's part of the army list starts with full 
essence on it at the start and it doesn't expire um, at the end of the turn. But they must pay an essence to stay at the end of the turn. They must stay pay in order to stay on the board. Like an upkeep. So if they summon a horror, is that an additional unit above the yep. the points costing? So I've got a 75 point army yep. full of horrors already. I can have another one. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, wow. That's... You could have another one per turn if you want to, but that's obviously if you've only got like seven seven essence um master and it costs four or three to, to um summon, you could do one and you can only do one a turn. You could add one a turn, but you won't be able to fuel the others or stop them disappearing so easily. One of the big key things as well is that the summoning ignores any theme force restrictions. Mm. Yes. So you're just getting more free stuff, apparently. Oh, so it says at the end of your turn, each horror must pay the tithe itself yeah. from the essence that it has in their own pool. Or yep. Yep. So they've got four, so they're only on the board for four turns. Uh, well, no, because they'll use those to back to boost and charge. And yeah. Oh, so they'll bounce in and unless out. Unless you fuel them, unless you give them more. Yeah. Okay. And, and, the, and the big thing is they come in with their full stack um sort of right at the gate and until they've taken at least some damage they can what is it run and charge for free yep uh, they've got like kind of um a damaged web so they're kind of um they're circles but obviously we call the hordes ones circles or um spirals, spirals. so so yeah it's a web so there's an outer circle a middle circle and an inner circle the way I described it i haven't shown it but i described it the outer circle once you lose the outer circle you can't um charge and um and run for free when you lose the middle, when you lose the, all of the middle circle, you t- lose a dice of a, uh, on attack rolls. So, infernal masters and essence to transfer damage to horrors. They can spend essence to spend essence to summon there and replenish their essence by sacrificing a friendly so, model with a marked soul. They can, yes. So there are these. Uh, they've been described as a bit like um, pain givers or choir. So they're kind of a buffing kind of solos and units um, that have this ability. And they can, they're like cultists, if you like. They are kind of the worshippers of, of the Infernals. And they can sacrifice them in order to replenish their essence. But they don't, they don't replenish for free, just automatically. So it works a lot like Focus, and they can transfer damage like Hordes. They have a bit of everything. They're a bit of a mixture of... <coughs> Bless you. Sure. So, yeah, so they yeah. lose, they're potentially losing models each turn as they're sacrificing in order to replenish. There's other ways they can replenish where they can collect souls as well so they might not have to sacrifice it to collect enough souls yeah it's been really interesting looking at kind of um what they're planning to do with the faction sort of mechanically um because the whole idea of like having a master who's there kind of near the end of the game just going well i've i've got enough essence that i can bring something in to contest for a turn yes let's see if i can turn it around that's Mm. that's really interesting if they, they if they get summons, they apparently have to start base to base with their master. So I haven't read that or seen that. that, that you read that somewhere? Yeah, I've just read that uh, with the summoning to summon the infernal. Yeah, the uh, place the summoned horror in base contact with the infernal master. So, so it, it does mean they can contest or take his own late game by bringing in another. Horror. I mean, they can activate, but it's not. I guess it depends on the placement of the Infernal Master. It's not instantly. And if they activate and run, they're spending that essence, and therefore they can't stay on at the well, end. Well, no, end they're of the turn. because they come in with full health, so they're running. No, they come, in, come in with full health, but they only come in with one essence. Yeah, yeah. So, so they're not spending essence to run. Oh, so what you mean? Good point. Yeah, yeah. they've well, got that one essence so, to hold. 
So yeah. they've got one essence, so they'll stick around for that turn, be available yeah. the one after, and then die at the end of that if they're not fueled. Yeah, fueled by something. So solos can give them essence like uh, mechanics and things can power up warjacks. Um, they work in a, they have similar similar solos apparently. Not that we've seen any yet. So these are kind of again these cultist type solos that that buff and enhance them. Humans and other races that work for the occult, work for the infernals. Infernalists. Yes, sell their soul for power. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we just take that soul now. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's 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 a really interesting bit of combination work they've done there. I kind of I, I looked at them when they came around and thought mm, that that doesn't seem like a, that seems more of a hordesy faction, and they've kind of they've pushed it a little bit that way, but yeah. Uh, yeah, even actually looking back at the um, the, I've actually got the old Monsternomicon open. The the actual beast design is actually quite similar to Infernal Discerning Beast that they have sketched here. It's that kind of alien looking. Yeah. Well, dome. there is actually a, a video on um, Privateers YouTube um, with uh, one of the lead sculptors, uh, Doug Hamilton, who takes you through the design of um, the heavy. The, yeah, one of these heavies. Or rather, so, or rather uh, the, the heavy chassis with the three heavies that, that come from it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's, so, it's, so it's a bit like a lobster, but it's a lobster with no eyes, and then, and then it's got mouths that do this, and you're just thinking, oh, no. you had far too much fun with this, didn't you, Doug? Come on, admit it. He was enjoying himself, wasn't he? Oh, I yeah. Apparently he'd been saving up all his like specific requests to do models for the Infernals. He wanted to do those sort of big slavering beastie kind of things yeah so i had didn't really the, the previous kind of comments around this didn't do anything for me i was kind of like yeah i've just bought crisper guard i don't want anything to do with this i'm not doing this um i'm very happy with crisper guard i'm still getting a hang of them to be perfectly honest we'll come on to that later um <laughs> and, uh, thank you laughing a bit too much there um Sorry. and uh so i was like no but when it's those weird rules come out i'm like i, I quite like them so my current thinking is um i'm assuming that the army box comes out like July-ish, like it did last last year for Crystal Guard. I might get the starter box because you usually get quite a good value on that, and that might be an interesting place to start just from a, but not jump into buying tons of stuff. But I think it was on the what they said on the on the, um, on the dev chat was the summoning is a way to weaponize your collection. Yeah, that was the phrase he used. Hungerford used was uh, because you can summon anything that you've got on the side of your table. So um, for, of horrors. So you can um, you can bring in whatever you need for the situation. So if you find you haven't got a ranged horror in your list because you couldn't have one for the theme or whatever they've got, I don't know how many themes they're going to have. I assume two because that's... Have they said it's a limited faction? That's what I'm not sure about. Um, I, I would presume it is. I would presume it is, but I'm wondering if we're all presuming. But yeah. That, I mean, yeah, true. I, I think um, just due to Privateer's business model at this point, it works better if they have limited factions and they go there you go there's yeah. your army box there's a couple of extra bits and pieces to buy but that's the core of your army and they can just kind of cycle through those mm -hmm. yeah i think so too um just just for reference on what was will probably be the release date um lock and load is june 21st to 23rd oh and i'm i'm guessing that it'll be a, a lock and load thing well, with a, a slightly later one for everyone else yeah that's what happened last year wasn't it yeah, yeah. and the so, year before i believe as well with grimkin so uh, uh, although amusingly um the lock and load page on private's website is just full of broken images it's hilarious oh, no. 
Uh, oh, privateer. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, this, it, I mean, they will be coming out as well with the um, sort of the, the big refresh of Steamroller, which we're going to see this year as well. And big refresh. Uh, okay, the refresh of Steam. I, I know, I was only querying it because it sounded like you knew something. I was no, 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 no. Um, it, more implying that while we might get like little bits of errata over the years with various packs, this is the annual kind of, yeah. here's, here's next year's pack. Yeah. Because um, if you look at them, they are actually all dated now yes. as, to, as to when you'll get your next one. Oh, cool. Yeah. Although the changes between the last two have been fairly minor, so I'm, 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 I'm wondering if there's much that you really need to change particularly, but... I quite like the uh, pack. Uh, I can name one thing that oh. uh, I really hope they will just jettison out the window in CID and rethink, um, and that's objectives, because because we all forget them. It, it's it's not even that. It's the fact that how many games do you see where people don't just pick stockpile? That's the healing one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, when you're facing something that you know is incorporeal and you want magic weapons. Yeah. Or you're stuck with a with wood right in front of your objective and you want to use Pathfinder. Yeah. That's it. 99% of the time, you're just going, yeah, I'll, I'll have stockpile. And then because, you get to use it. Because you know it's always going to be used. Uh, hmm, no. I, I've had several games where I've sat there and gone, you know what? I, I need to use the objective. That's, that that Warjack having a functional cortex would be rather nice about now. So... I find I forget it more than use it, but yes. I mean, fair. Yeah, I mean, I have forgotten it a fair few times, but it's become increasingly important for me as time's gone on. But I would like them to revisit at least those objectives and make the other two more interesting. Sort of at least make it so that it's 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 a choice rather than I'll just take that. Or um, or I don't know. Rethink them as in make them all have a healing mechanic and then something else. I don't know. That's probably going too far. Yeah, that, 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 that might be a bit too far, but kind of just, just upping the benefits on the other two, just, just a little so that you, you might occasionally think, Oh, that could be useful. Yeah. That's fair comment. So, um, we'll see that. It, it's, it's always a thing. Um, when they were more complicated, they were harder to remember. Oh, well, um, for, for anyone who's kind of, um, unaware of the origin of, um, these things, originally you had, I, originally you had like blank objectives that were just standard what was it armor 20 and 20 boxes and go something like that something like um, that then they started differentiating them so they're like six different kinds but they all had different <sighs> armor oh, a whole page of them wasn't there like, i couldn't cope with that one of them exploded and they were all like the one scenario had one of them but uh, but then two had a different one and just and that was awful. Yes. So they went back and, I mean, they refined it by saying they've all got the same armor, they've all got the same defense, yeah. they're all immobile, and just making sure they all worked kind of pretty much the same way. There, was, there were basic rules, like, you can't pray them. Um, oh? Yeah. Because the, the, there was a point where you could pray some of them, but not others. And people got confused every single game. So you'd get to the end of a game and go, oh, yeah, I couldn't have prayed that objective. Uh, how does this work? Um, but, yeah, I mean, you had bonkers ones, like back in the day with the uh, Gidons, if you remember that one. No. So uh, Gidons, you had um, an objective and a zone. And if you controlled the objective, right. then, you, then you could place it within, I think it was either three or five inches of its current oh, location. Oh, my God. To put yeah, the Gidon in that. the zone so that yes. you could begin scoring. I do remember that. 
and that was the one that was so busted that Jamie P at oh, what was that old start of the year convention February before Smogcon had no, it was in uh, the US. Lost Hemisphere talked about it a lot. It had whiskey um, tastings. Um, 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 oh, can't quite grab it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Though it's kind yeah, of steep, kind of steampunky convention, from what I remember. Um, Rhode Island. He, yeah, yeah, he went there. Um, played in what was one of the first outings of that pack. Took, I think it was second turn on that scenario, like because he thought the placement was better. Then realised at the end of his first turn, oh, I can't actually win on scenario because his opponent would always be scoring first and just win the game. Wow! Back when you could win by one. Yeah. So that, that steamroller packs were not always released in the um, in the form you would like them to be released. Let's, let's put it that way. No, yeah, I think they're coming a long way. The last, I think we've seen small improvements over the last few years, and they did definitely go in the right direction for me. Yeah. No, I think once they redesigned it for Mark Three. I think it's been a pretty solid pack. I yeah. I really like how generally interactive um, things feel at the moment. I like the way last, this time last year, everyone was thinking that spread the net would get dumped and uh, get, because it was too wacky. And instead, they kept spread the net, t- tweaked it slightly and brought out Mirage instead, which is worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, Mirage, why? That, I that's the keep six solos in every list so that I can play Mirage. Yeah, that's 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 the one where I've genuinely sat there with a dwarf list and gone, I may have picked wrong here. I'm not sure I can get to that far flag to contest it. Um, yeah, I've um, I made that mistake actually playing Byron, where I didn't move fast enough across the table or actually think about the fact I should be trying to contest the zone, the, the flag that was next to him. I was yeah. like, oh, bums. <laughs> I mean, y- you can kind of give up one in the hope that you can kind of provided score you can hold there. the equivalent one, yeah. Provided you can hold the equivalent one. Provided you haven't got um, champions sat there try- contesting <laughs> your one, of course, that you can't kill because they just They're champions. spread the damage around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that that's fair. Um... Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> and they're trolls. You love trolls. I do love trolls. I'm very conflicted when playing against trolls. You said okay. Oh, these are trolls. I love them, but but they're beating my face in. They're the wrong colour. They're not your new albino paint scheme. Yeah, exactly. I do like my new albino paint scheme. <laughs> I might even get it out at some point. I thought you've only been painting guard. I have, Benj. This is a joke, Benj? Oh. We're doing a bit. Oh. New albino pe- trolls. I was calling them new albino for far too long. Yeah. And then uh, some people started to... Uh, um... So I think they've so far been the new albino trolls for eight years. I would guess something like that, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, excuse me, I must have been in a coma then. <laughs> My trolls weren't always white. Uh, I've never seen your trolls, like, properly to acknowledge their paint scheme. Okay. Yeah, Ben Benji's a bit too much of a newcomer. I, I've only ever seen you at a tournament once swigging alcohol, and that was about it. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> and we all know which tournament that was, anyway, so... Not, I don't know if I know. Which I'll one be honest; that doesn't narrow it down. Uh, was it was it in the north of the country? No, it was in the middle of the country, and it was the big one. That's still not oh, narrowing it down. That was trolls. That was white trolls. I I can't remember looking at. As I said, I was just running, Mike. That I did rather well in the first day. That's what okay. I was about. I was just captivated by your. I'm drunk and I'm winning. Yeah, kind of <laughs> attitude to it all. I'm drunk and I'm winning. <laughs> And then I saw you play into Kev Bryant on the second day and just went... Oh, God, I had 
you on one side of me and I had um, a Phil Mannering on the other, and both of you going, after did anything. <laughs> Especially when I didn't think to shoot the shredder instead of Seren or whatever it was. Hey, I wasn't that bad. I, I walked away once I was like, that cast is a bit far forward. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I was a bit hungover, I think. Yeah, it's fair. I, as well, you were in a proper shark tank that day. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was, it Top was, eight. was it? Yeah. Eight players. It's like uh, Brett Wilkie and uh, yeah. Kev Bryant, and I can't remember who else was in there. Kev, but, if Kev's ever listening to this, Mike just called you a shark. I think you should uh, take that for what it is. Hey, he was, he was a good player from what I remember. It's a long time ago before he switched to Guild Ball, but uh, true. There we go. I feel we've somewhat wandered away we from uh, We apologise for the. Um, yeah. The Hovis music playing in the background again. With the Dorset um, countryside in the background. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything more we kind of we, we kind of have um, on well, Infernal? Just the general kind of concept, I quite like it. The um I sure I read somewhere early on that you that the Infernal Masters will be the most obvious thing on the table, as in they will yes. be huge. But I'm not quite sure. I think they are they, are they is that not some of them are gonna be huge base models and some of them are gonna be large base or something like that. I'm oh. not sure I know which around it is. Well I don't think that the guy that's notorious, you know, the one that's pointing his finger going, I want you and your soul, that that guy doesn't look like he is the actual so, judging by the law of the very little that we actually do know, it's that those guys are the are the are the bargain dealers. They they come up with the contracts and then they call on Myrmidons or something. They're called Myrmidon, uh, or is it is it Myrmidon or Myrid Myridon? They so call. Are you talking about elf warjacks or are you talking about no, giant no, no? Let me just find or some kind of weird squid. I'm sure that's in something else. No, one second. Or Nalifatep or something weird like that. No, I was just looking at it. Uh, where are we? It's great radio. Uh, uh, meanwhile, here is some music. <laughs> oh, someone's, uh, actually, someone's actually done a nice job and screen, right. capped, all, screen capped all the... Um, Myrmidon Infernal was what it used to... They used to call upon the powers of Myrmidon Infernal to... Uh, to uh, defend basically i don't uh, i don't think they'll be using the word myrmidon no they probably won't but that was so the, the those guys that the curators the ones carrying the giant scroll racks and the writers of are these, those humans do you think that are being are there uh, like acting on behalf of do you think is that what you're saying no they're they're the actual deal breakers they're the ones that write the contracts basically okay, right. binds people to these debts so i they won't i don't think they'll be necessarily the masters no they'd be big think, things the thing with the ch- the silhouette yeah. can, or semi-silhouette you can think with the things with the chains and the they look uh, a bit like a cage ranger but a lot bigger and weird i think yeah. that's one i think they'll be the actual inf- uh, enforcers on the battlefield as it were basically yeah but that's just speculation based on this and no it seems uh, that way that there's mm. an awful lot of like complete out the box speculation you can do so far because literally all we have is like a chunk of the mechanics that we're looking at dealing with. Mm. Uh, it just doesn't, yeah. It, everything that they, even in this old D twenty RPG book, every everything that they used to summon was something else other than the people that actually did all the contractual nonsense of stealing people's souls. So the umbral warriors, which were 
actually models as well in that. RPG. Yeah, the, the, there's no AK RPG Umbral Warrior. Yeah. There is, um, well, there's, um, there are going to be sort of chaff troops units as well, which will be humans, which will be, will have a variety of names, I expect, as well. Yeah. Hey, they, yeah, there's, um, I'd recommend at least reading some of, there's only 13 pages of the book <laughs> of it. So. I, I've just looked up. The uh, the Umbral Warrior sculpt realised. Oh wait, that's that's just Denegra. It, yeah, it kind of <laughs> is it, just Denegra. It literally is just Denegra. Well, wow. if you scroll down as well, um, uh, beneath the Umbral Warrior in this book, it's um, fucking Gatsby. It's basically the Iron Lich. So they have like a book on Iron Liches, and or, or sorry, a chapter on the Iron Liches. And it's just him. <laughs> the picture is what became, yeah. Yeah, and Iron May, and that that woman uh, um, uh, character that's coming out for Riot Quest in the art book, the Iron Maiden, um, the- is is slightly beneath that as well. So, yeah, yeah. I, knew that, I knew her artwork's been around a long time. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming full circle. <laughs> Back to the books. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Oh, man. Just looking at some of the old IKRPG models is... Um, interesting. There's, there's some interesting stuff in there. Um, I, and not just like his uh, Royal Guard, Coleman Striker, or Leto and Venter. Yeah. But you've got like weird stuff, like a, a, a totally off-the-wall version of a Paladin of Menoth in a really weird hat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It just looks bizarre. It looks like they've got so like little bits of the faction identity, and then kind of not quite got the message. Um, you can tell a lot of refinement has been done on how the factions have come together. I think Mark years. Two. I think even Mark One. It was. It's still. Uh, they still used a lot of what you're looking at to an extent. I think um, Mark Two refined a lot of that and changed some of the things around. A lot of the backgrounds got changed for certain things, and oh, absolutely! I mean, you you can watch um, if if you look at the art down the years, the huge changes that took place from Mark One to Mark Two, and then Mark Three has pretty much just solidified the change from Mark Two. Yeah, um, I think it was the the, the big change in style was um, was Andrea Adela. <coughs> yes, um, which like they just t- turned to doing like half the pieces by him. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's, it's really nice stuff. It's interesting and does like big, detailed, epic battle pictures and like okay, this is what you wanted from that earlier stuff, but couldn't quite have. Or oh, Matt Wilson did at the time. That's true. I mean, Matt Wilson's done some nice pieces. I do have it's a lot. It's, it's still done a lot of concept art. His yeah, name still crops up with a surprising amount of the concept art. Still got his name on it, which is impressive. But the finished artworks, he doesn't he doesn't do as many because it takes a lot longer, doesn't it? It takes a lot more time. Uh, yeah, well, Matt Wilson's art's got a lot better. In he used to do Magic the Gathering card yeah, did, art yeah. as well. Um, it's got a lot better. So that's true of anyone's work, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Oh, oh God! I'm, sorry, I'm just looking through the Iron Kingdoms model, seeing what looked like to me like a Gorshade Zero. And it's called Lord Virus. Wow. Uh, so it's Lord Virus, Iosan Eldritch, and Sithis Servant. And wow. it, it literally looks like Gorshade. Um, what, the old book are you going through, sorry? I, I'm just going through the, the Iron Kingdom's model listings. Oh, oh, yeah. 
So if if you want to say all that, Kurt, you were saying like people's art getting better. That there are some cases where people have gone so heavily to digital. There's also where people's style have shifted, where it goes in the direction that you don't like aesthetically. But hmm. majority of people's, I mean, work in general improves as you get older, as your experience improves. But yeah, people's style definitely shifts. I was actually, um, you made me think of of, um, of um, Bisley and his early 2000 AD, which is amazing. Oh, and then you look at things like his Turtles work, which is still really, really like you, you can see, you can say it's really, really like effective, and the artwork's really good, but to my taste, the, the earlier um, 2000D and even the later stuff that he, he drew in with the, the, that became coloured is really, it's just much more superior even though it's older. Mm. But that's my taste rather than rather than level of quality of art, if that makes sense. Quality of yeah. work. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I've got a, a Seth Alcott Monster Hunter model under my desk, actually. Mm. Uh, is it a long-term item in the box of shame? Uh, well, the box of shame has kind of spilt into like piles of shame that are dotted around. The main box is somewhere hiding. Oh, there's the um, cleric of Morrow. What's her name? I need, I wanted that model as an alternate unit leader for. Oh, um, uh, Denira. Yeah, yeah. Wanted it, that. It doesn't quite. I mean, it sort of works for the um, the precursors, but you'd need to find a shield. Yeah. And a, reason, put, and a reason to use precursors. But you put a shit. I just. <sighs> I put the shield on her back. Kurt, you know, you know exactly the words that will hurt me. And I, I love precursors, but I'm not going to use them. I have I, a fully painted mm. uh, unit of precursors. Well, with I would say survive, but I think there's more weight when you say it. Wait, wait, wait! <laughs> I, I have two fully painted units. Oh um, my god! Precursor. So yeah, yeah, I definitely want to use those. Fuckers. You paid two units of precursors. Even yeah. I didn't do that. Yeah, I've got one I fully painted. Fucking love precursors. Yeah, I do as well. And are they going to do anything with them? Are they yeah. I, 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 I can see round about the time when Infernals come out, they're actually doing something because there's meant to be um, some sort of Morrowan uh, anti. Yeah, opposite side of the coin to this one. Not like full faction stuff. Oh, um, I'm, I'm willing to bet now that they won't be mercenaries, and I'll just get really annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Crucible Guard are coming, and then it's like, you may have one model. It's the Toro. Yay. Sorry, I just muted myself, coughing heartily to that. Um, <laughs> what would be very funny would be is if they took um, Crucible Guard, the, um, cru- uh, what's it, nice? Um, Precursors. Precursor Knights, and they said they no longer Signal, but they could be Crucible Guard for no apparent reason. Or they took them away from mercenaries entirely. Yeah. And and gave them to Signal? I, I don't think they've ever long-term taken a unit away from someone completely. Mm, yes. I mean, they might, they might as well have taken Crucible Guard away, because I don't think there are any of the... Oh no, they will be allowed in Signal Theme Forces, because Theme Forces other than Mercs allow Mercs. They do. Yeah, so other other people can have like more choice of mercenaries in their forces than I can. Wait, can Sigma take some Crucible Guard? No, no, uh, but they can take mercenaries, so they could take a unit of precursors. Oh, sorry, I, I'm in most theme forces there are. I think I think there are a couple of exceptions. Um, the, the, the all Jack ones tend to not allow. Yeah, or be less flexible because so the Crucible Guard, for example, that I know well, um, Jack 
list. You can't take Merckx, or rather you can only take Gorman and Hutchuk, who are Chris Bogard. Yeah. Part ten, obviously. But you can't take anything else. Under penalty of death. Absolutely right. Mm. Well, I mean, to be fair, if you want to play the game any way you like and just pick models from everything and play in your garage, you've, you're fully able to. We don't have that... to play a theme, do you? But, you know. No, no. But there are penalties for not playing theme. Yeah, about 20-odd points. <laughs> yeah. Half an army. Three. Uh, although I will say that the where I was at the, the uh, weekend, um, the penalties wouldn't have been that harsh if we could have played at a theme. Um, but it was champions, so we couldn't. Um, but we'll get on to that one later. How, how did you do? No. Oh, 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 are we moving on to it now then? Right, is well. there anything less? I can't think of anything. I don't think I can't think of anything else that I know about in finals apart from I'm slightly excited and looking forward to the. Um, you're you're box. just going to go and spend money you don't have on toys that you. Stop being accurate, Benj. It yeah. will just be like, no, oh, I'm only, no I'm only that kind of talk at all. I'm only <laughs> slightly interested. Oh, take my money and my time. So it's what it has done is that I was really quite keen on a on a, a GC Lecult army. Oh, okay. Quite, I, I'm a big GC Lecult fan of old, and it's slightly taken the shine off of that and made me go, oh, weird monsters. That's quite nice. <laughs> That's so you're, nice. you're just diverting where money would have gone, then basically. Well, I just about took myself out of doing um, GC Lecoult. I suppose that what I've got is I've got three or four months to talk myself <laughs> out of it as they bring out more teasy things and go, look, look at this, it's shiny. Fair enough. I mean, the Crystal Guard was an army that I wanted in before they did it, so that was uh, my excuse. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, we, we all have that stuff in War Machine somewhere, sort of lying at the back of the cupboard going, well, if, if if they released that, so Hutchuck was in the bottom drawer of my of one of my cut things for ages, still in his blister until it started all coming out. There, there, there is a Hutchuck on my desk, like right here. So nice. um, he doesn't get included in armies uh, primarily because I forget about him. What do you have him ambushing? Never. <laughs> I, did yes. that, I did that. I did that uh, yesterday. Mm. Or right. there's the or there's the infamous. Uh, it's turn five. I've got four minutes left. I'll bring on Hutchuk because I can. Byron was quite. Byron was sat next to the table where I was playing yesterday, and they don't recall that I was uh, uh, him and Martin were laughing at that Hutchuk going, "What's this for thing here for?" I said, "This should be ambushing, but I, I haven't." Why don't you get a little placard thing to put next to him on the side of the I've table? Tried a variety of things. <laughs> Fucking play me. <laughs> that's like carnage. That's like the Oxford carnage joke, isn't it? Rewriting car- carnage and permanent marker on several cards. <laughs> like, use it with Madrid. To be honest, at this point, what I would need by the table is a whiteboard that's magnetic with like all my units on and and solos on there, so that not only could I write down reminders of what I need to do during the turn, I can rearrange the units in the order I need to activate to do stuff. Oh, you could get what you could do is get it printed. Get it printed on a on a on a t-shirt for your opponent to wear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of like uh, Chuck on a t-shirt. Uh, what was that Netflix program which had the the, the meme uh, where it has and 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 of the names of the characters? Stranger Things. You could get oh, yeah. it in that style, and you could just list your you know upkeep and 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 Hutchuck deceleration and Hutchuck. <laughs> Yeah, just get that and get one for get it in like 
get it in universal size, so maybe two XL. I could, get, I could get a little neon light when I've cut the batteries that sits there. Just every so often, it flashes to get attention, but it sits there with it permanently on. Uh, just get, <laughs> just, just get him a t-shirt. Just get him, get your opponent a t-shirt. Say, can you wear this? And can you, at the start of my turn, can you stand as straight as possible so I can read the full text? Could you stand on a chair so it's an eye line, please? Yeah, there you go. You can, yeah. You can prove that you're demonstrably tall to them. Absolutely, because they need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's move on to events. <laughs> well, you wanted to. You said we should. Yeah, it's just the way that you said events. That could be like current affairs, you know. Fair enough. Um, so, yesterday, both Kurt and I were out um, at various tournaments uh, because. Kurt being closer to Wales went, oh, I'll go there. And I being closer to Milton Keynes went, oh, I'll go there. Um, so Milton Keynes was a not only a champions event, but a champions event at, and, 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 and you might, we may need to hold back Bench here from just vomiting everywhere. Uh, it was a champions event at 50 points. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that so offensive? <laughs> it just doesn't. Ah, never mind. It's. I mean, it's the old thirty-five points. Yeah. Um, but with a bigger battle group, which gets weird very quickly. It's um. It's just playing a handicapped list, essentially. No, I I didn't find that. So, mm. um, the lists I took, uh, I took a um a Gordon list because again, champions got to pick stuff in theme. Did you? Um, were you fully painted, Mike? I was very close. The yeah, Gort- you've been churning it out. The Gorton list was uh, one model off fully painted, um, which is the Siege Crawler, which seriously screw 120mm base models. I hate them. I hate them with a passion. They can die in a fire. Shouldn't they be easier to paint? No. Okay. I need a, I need a, I need a friggin' roller for the paint on that thing. It's just hideous. Um, and I think the... Uh, the Ashlyn list was, I want to say, five or maybe six models are fully painted. Pretty good. So it, it was, it was close. I mean, th- those the storm lances, eh, I, I might find time to paint them somewhere before twenty twenty seven. Um, they've been on the table like three times ever <laughs> because I, I had PG points. So I was like, yeah, I'll buy some storm lances. Why not? And then every so often, I remember I've got them. I go, oh yeah. Then put them on the table. Proceed to forget half their rules. Yeah. Um, how can you do that? I never I just moved on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I just to kind of go back to the list, uh, I took uh, Gordon in Hammer Strike, um, which, uh, what was it? There was a, a, a driller, a basher, some gun bunnies, hammer dwarves, battle engine, and oh, the the uh, dwarf artillery, which is hilarious for reasons. Um, and then the other list was Ashlyn with a Toro and Mangler, uh, Stormblades, Stormlances, uh, Gorman, uh, oh, was it Cross One, and a Vanguard. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's all good. Um, so I played Ashlyn twice. Uh, first game I ran into Iona. Um, oh, boy, that was, that was an education. Uh, turns out, even under my feet, I can't hit those wolf riders. Um, that was 
insane. The fact that it's like, okay, so the Wolf Riders are here. Uh, they're, does it Death 15 with annoyance? Uh, by the way, they've got Surefoot on them. Oh, okay. Yep. That's 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 unpleasant in every way imaginable. She's got all the tools. Yeah. Um, yeah Surefoot in trolls, you kind of go, all right, can't be knocked down. All right, you're a bit harder to hit, but you're pretty easy to hit anyway. Fine. Oh, see, I've, I've been putting it on trenches. Yeah, but De- I mean, historically, that's what oh, yeah, yeah, we're yeah, thinking yeah. about. We're most familiar with it and thinking, yeah, that's taking 12 to 14. 12, taking death 12 to death, 12 to death 14. Not the end of the world. Yeah. Mm, 14 to 16. Mm. Yeah, there's a there's a difference. There is. Um, so, so game one was against Iona and um, Warp Wolf 8, Ashlyn. Uh, on what was it turn four? Uh, what, what did he have as a side dish? <laughs> just about, a re- I think about six storm blades on the <laughs> way in. Okay, wow. Uh, admittedly, this was against a player who forgot how tramples worked. He's done them so infrequently. <laughs> um, because he he trampled in, missed all his attacks on the storm blades that he was going through, and then went proceeded to like start getting knockdown markers for them, like. No. Whoa! Wait. What? It's like, first of all, you didn't hit. Secondly, even if you did, they're not knocked down. So That's let's a very carry old on. Rule. That's a very old rule. It's just weird. Is that one when they got knocked down? They got hit by a trout or something like that. I, I have no recollection at all. Um. So yeah, first game was pretty brutal. It was like, oh, okay, this is this is not going to be a, day, a good day. Uh, game two against Legion and uh, played Ashland again. Into what? Um, oh, it was... Uh, was it Lilith, the ranged one? Yeah. The one who gives boosted ranged attacks... As a, uh, sorry, boosted attack rolls as a feat. There's three of those, but yeah. But, I mean, yeah. I uh, yes. yeah. Not the one on the sledge. Right. I think sledge. it was the battle... <laughs> I think it was the battle box one, because it was a, um, a plastic caster. Right. Um, that one went very differently, because... Um, he essentially put the wrong units in the wrong place. So he put his melee units like really far back with the range units coming in first. And oh, okay. It, yeah, it was awkward and they, they had a lot of boxes and tough, but uh, eventually I just managed to open enough of a slot for Ashton to charge straight through on his caster and go, uh, yeah, so you're deaf what? Okay. Yep, I've hit. And Weapon Master charging... You've got no beast to transfer to. Good game. Wow. Uh-oh. So, I mean, it's literally Ashlyn one hit killed him. The, the worst moment for him was the point where Ashlyn was standing just completely out in the open, no vanguard, one focus. And he goes, Oh, so the vanguard was within three inches, the, yeah. which is semi important. And he goes, just goes, Okay, what she cast as death? 17. No, the base death. 17. 17. No, 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 no. The base death. No cover, no no concealment, no buffs. Yeah, 17. What? Like, okay. This this is going to be a bad time for you, my friend. <laughs> then he goes, okay, I'll, I'll boost to hit. I've, I've only got like two Fury left, but I'll, I'll boost to hit. It should be enough. If I get the damage in, I'm Parasiter. It'll be all golden. Like, okay. Rolls to hit. Okay, uh, shield guard on the Nomad. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, on the uh, Vanguard. Vanguard. Like, oh, oh, I've... I've I've messed this up, haven't I? Yeah. Sorry. Oh, oh my God. You're um, bad man. <laughs> Hope you were very sorry. <laughs> I, I kind of was from No, <laughs> no. He just sat there, stony faced, and just said, What you going to do? What you got? What you got? What you got? You got nothing. You got nothing. Game over. GG. See you do, later. 
To be fair, he did also try and send a heavy in on Ashlyn's feet turn. So you showed him no remorse, really, did you? It was. Uh, I mean, he did. He ma- he did manage to take down the. You're like, it's not my fault. It's his. He beat me in the first game. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was interesting to watch. Um, so that that was a, a win for me. That the final game was against a circle player, and I will. So so I felt bad after this one. Um, because this ended with the circle player scoring zero CPs and zero army points. You, you don't look like you ever feel sorry about any of your decisions that, <laughs> that humble and humiliate people. So, so grand total of damage at the end of that game, I'd lost six hammer dwarves and taken one point of damage on a heavy. Yeah. Oh, and three points of damage on Gorton. Um, I, um, I watched a player, I didn't watch, didn't see the game, but as I finished up at lunchtime, heard of a player who went one up, on scenario and then probably lost 5-0. What? He, he didn't record it anywhere and they both completely forgot until well after the game that he had scored a scenario point. Oh. So he lost so hard he forgot he scored a point. <laughs> Oops. Pretty much. That's depressing as well. So any of these stories actually... you know, It's funny how you can turn a victory into a depressing story. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the, the, this game, it was against Iona again. Um... But you kind of got the the wolf riders with the um, the Tharn spear throwers. Um, uh, was it a pure blood? Uh, a couple of light beasts, and it was the the owl face scenario. Yeah. Um, so the right hand zone, I'd kind of got all my jacks going in there. I'd got my siege crawler and my hammer dwarves going to the left hand zone, and the right hand zone just kind of put uh, my opponent just put nothing into oh, uh, o- other than the griffin to just go yep i'm i'm, I'm completely at a threat range it, it's it's all good and that's when i measured the 16 inch range on the mortars that they landed inside and kind of went yeah okay um sevens to hit let's have a crack oh hit and they go okay uh what's what's the power i mean it's just an aoe weapon uh the power is 14 and it's brutal damage so dice damage Oh, oh, look. Oh, oh, you've got some points left. That's fine. I'll, I'll send in a gun bunny and just hand cannon it to death. So, so, that, so that was the sorry tale of that, Griffin. Um, then, then moves an Argus into the zone, which is within eight inches of the basher, at which point I just go, um, slam you for free, boost a hit, roll D6 for the distance, slam it straight out of control. So it can't even stand up next turn in the uh, as a shake yeah, not a nice man eh? <laughs> yeah you've only just figured that out Kurt. um yeah he's a fluffy player isn't he <laughs> no no not. this this man's out for blood that's why he turns up at 50 point champion <laughs> for funzy tournaments this this was also dwarves this this was also the Smacks turn the locals about yeah <laughs> Well, the circle player had moved their entire army up to the right of the, like, there was a house in the middle. Um, so I moved up and popped Gorton's feet, clustered them all up next to the house, and then just got the siege crawler to lob AOEs on top of them. Did you leave, like, a, an elite cadre business card saying, I was oh, thinking I'll, of I'll rose, be, uh, with a black rose, perhaps? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be talking about this uh, humiliating, crushing... <laughs> yeah, in, uh, check it out. All right, check it out. Tell your friends. <laughs> if you've got any. <laughs> uh, I mean, 
mean, I, I did. I did go through before the game, like what everything did, because it was a player kind of. Yeah, but in a weird accent. That yeah, <laughs> he's not got. He's, that guy's not got, not got any friends anymore after no. after Mike left him humiliated. Actually, it, it was yeah. uh, it was a woman I was playing against. So, oh, know. okay. Oh, okay. And we were being highly sexist. There, apologies. Yeah, yeah. apologies. For so, our take it all back, except Mike, who clearly doesn't think anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fine, whatever. I'm being painted as the villain here. That's fine. I think you painted yourself as the villain. Yeah, yeah. You painted that mustache on yourself. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. that 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 that's kind of fair. Stop smiling it. <laughs> um, but but yeah, that that game ended with uh five nil on scenario because I left them without enough to contest with. Um, which which again it destroyed it was... her dreams. Well, I mean, the only thing the driller did all game was walk forwards, reposition, and continually do that until it got to the objective, and then just one-rounded it. So you're trying to have some mitigation. The only thing the driller did was this. That's yeah. A, I don't think how that mitigates at all. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there may have been a point as well where the spray bunny went up and kind of went, uh, I'll just line up like five of your things and boost on all of them. And yeah, that's that's the Wolf Rider solo, Nuala, couple of spear chuckers. Yeah, let's let's go for it. <coughs> so, good good times were had by some. Uh by which I mean me. Um <laughs> Wow. So I, I finished on two one. As long uh, as you take tissues for your opponent, that's fine. Yeah. I mean I'd I'd only feel the way you did if I'd have lost the second game as well, but you just you really wanted to ride that two and one, didn't you? You know feel the victory. I, I I play every game with I I, I try to play a song every game with the, with, with the yeah. same attitude, <laughs> which is which is I'm here to have fun. I'm also here to try and win the game. Okay, yeah, it's that that that's what is it? It's I'm like, sure the, that's true the, of your opponents as well. Uh, yeah, I try and make sure everyone has a fun time at the game. You know, it's yeah. It's just the way things are. It is, it is a brutal game, in fairness. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, it's just the nature of a war machine, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. Those, especially those ones where it's like, turn one, I move up, I've been assassinated, good game. That doesn't happen often anymore. It doesn't happen as often as it did, because they've continuously moved the deployment lines further and further back. And nerfed the combination of things that enables you to do that quite heavily. Yeah. yeah. Over but, time, yeah, th- there's, mm, there's a yeah. lot less of yeah, turn one a... assassination is extremely difficult now. I'm not going to say yeah. there's none, but you have to you have to be putting yourself well in harm's way for that to happen. Well, they, they removed one of the most infamous ones for um, Mark Three, which was the uh, oh, what is it? it was the um, the zoo for minions, where you basically had a line of stuff that just threw one particular yeah. war beast oh. continuously. Then it used rise. Well, that was, again, that was a Mark One um, troll. The troll flying circus was originally yes. came from a troll thing where you just you have you have an earthborn or something throw a mauler and then something else would throw it as well and you end up with a mauler that would stand that would then just right next they throw it into your caster. The second throw would throw it into your caster or third one, and then um, it would just stand up, cast rage, and beat you to death. The Vlad II Draken Flying Circus was another. Oh one. yeah, because it couldn't be knocked down. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Couldn't, couldn't be knocked down. Had flying steel for D three plus one attacks. Yeah, and under under Vlad II, its stats went through the roof. Yeah, that was a bit scary. Mm. Yeah, let's let's never go back to that. I love the Draken as a thing. Just no, no, not ever. Uh, 
I think that Legion, even at its height of obnoxiousness, is only top of turn two, probably, it could kill you. But... I'm sure there's something, if you, there are a few, that if you have extra two inches of deployment, maybe if you both have two inches of deployment, and you're going first and you run at the enemy in a big way, you have to put your caster in real harm's way, though, I think, now. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that, like, you can try it, but if you do, you're in such a vulnerable position, it's, it's, way, it's yeah. probably going to end you. Um, which I suppose is kind of the way with most assassinations. There's usually something that kind of blocks you from just going, yeah, let's, let's try a balls-to-the-wall assassination and see how it works. You try not to put your caster doing in that position. You use your caster as a support piece usually in those positions, but yes, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, I mean, that, that that's my tournament at Milton Keynes. Um, there is, for, for those listening who want to go to a 50-point tournament, um, I think it is in May... There will and it's it'll be available on tiebreak. Um, there's going to be a fifty point standard steamroller there. Um, yeah, yeah, barring other things, I I hope to be there. Um, this is the same weekend as the Welsh. No, probably shouldn't <laughs> be because uh, was it uh, Dave Bartley's going to the Welsh and uh, he ru- he runs the tournaments there. Well, that should prevent that, shouldn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, to be honest. I don't know that there's enough players left in the country to scrape together a tournament the same weekend as the Welsh, because uh, they're aiming for 190 players. I got 23 tickets left last time I looked. Yeah, so if you do want to go to the Welsh Masters, I highly encourage you to do so. It's a laugh. Um, it is an absolutely also, great tournament. Also, every player is getting a free KR multi case, the basic uh, cardboard case. I think that was before a certain date. So, oh, oh yes, oh, but it's still valid now. Restric- of- restrictions may apply. Yeah. So be sure to check. Yeah, you're by by certain date, you are actually right, like first of April or something like that, isn't it? But yeah. yes, I, I would make sure uh, of, of that one mm. before you get your expectations of. However, the Welsh is still a great event. Always has been. It's kind of yes. one of the, the biggest war machine social events of the year. Um, and we'll all be there. God, yes, we will. We can, we can have the three surviving members of Elite Cardray in the same room. Yeah. Because, because Nick and Alex are dead to us. <laughs> I'll bring models if anybody actually wants a game. Of what? On, maybe I won't be so ill this time I can't play you. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I can yeah. get my first ever game against Benj. Mm. Oh, oh. We, should, we should have a little round robin best of you and I versus gets to face Kurt drunk. Don't know. What everyone drunk or me drunk? Just just you drunk. Just me drunk. We we, uh, we I, was, I was gonna say I can't get drunk at the world because I have to drive places. Yeah. But, um. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Uh, when it, it's uh, is it has the date changed? No. Or is it still no. Okay, fine. No. Just uh, because in May I was thinking of uh, potentially going to that fifty. When you mentioned that steamroller, that fifty pointer, I was thinking of that as well. I might go. Yeah, you it's it, it's a good laugh. Although the thing is, you you do need to build your lists with it in mind. It's fifty points. You can either have all the support in the world and no business, or just like have or a, a, de- or a decent bit less of everything. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm not adverse to running min units. It's fine. I think if a, a lot of the um, a lot of the men off play- well, a lot of men off players look at it and go, "But I can only have min choir then, or one choir." 
Yes. Well, no, you don't need more than one card because you're only heavy as adjudicator. True. Yeah. yeah you can't get two in, can you? Yeah, to, to oh, there's a bonus. Ben, there's a reason to play 50 points. You can't have double adjudicator. Well, that's, <laughs> that's a good enough thing. I haven't got, well, I have got two adjudicators. One's in a box, though. God, that, oh. mul- that multi part thing, really. I can't even be bothered to even look at that right now. Multi-part. Uh, the multi-part adjudicator. And the other jack as well. Uh, the instructions are just so overly complicated. You know. <laughs> instructions? It, yeah. It's a, instructions. It, it's a men-off model, Benj. I know, but they... they oh, I don't know. There's something about the, the whole ethic nature of it that makes it ten times more fiddlier than it should be. I just want big chunks that I can st- stick together. Mm. Play, cir- play circle then. Have the magic monkey, oh, Wh- right. which no one plays, by the way. But you know, mm. wow, everyone's playing flying birds now, Doom. So there's a lot around. Flying electro birds, are giant big birds of Doom. Are they quite yes. common now? The giant, the giant bird. Because at one point it was thought of to be absolute garbage, wasn't it? Yeah, it got went through CID, didn't it? Oh yeah, I forgot. Minus three off range attacks against it, and uh, all kinds of stuff. It's it got cheaper. It's um... actually Kurt. I'm just going to point something out now. You can actually have double judicator at fifty points. You can't have anything else. <laughs> uh, no, you've you've still got thirteen points left for Sevi zero and. Uh, well, actually, no. That, that's I, I, I picked the Warcaster with the highest amount of points, so that's with Fee or a one. No, no, uh, no, no. With Sev, you just need Sevi zero. Oh, you need higher. Claimer and well, oh, but I, I played into into it with Sevi two, Sevi two, and that was quite interesting. Uh, mm. I th- I th- that should still be able to do it. It's yeah. the it's the uh, it's the ocular vision or whatever it's called. I yeah. will just not take that first damage. Yeah, or I will choose which damage I take, or not, and ignore one damage. That's quite that's quite nice <laughs> and, and quite horrible. Did it tilt you? Uh, it did throw me. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, I tilted. I enjoyed that game, but um, oh. uh, uh, post, I had some post tilt around that with uh, playing Crucible Guard and playing a double judicator. Oh, there, input- there, there we go. Uh, Severius 2, double judicator, Hierophant, some, uh, a rack, and a, a min unit of choir. Jobs are good. 50 points, that's really nasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I need to fit together a judicator here. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys. Have you got Sevi too? Stupid question. Mm. And that's that's not even in theme. Oh, sorry. I was just on the way to go get the Judicator kit. Sorry. What, <laughs> what did he say, Kurt? Have you got Sevi too? Yeah, I have, yeah. I'd say it's a stupid question. I'm assuming yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'll, I'll go see where it is. Mine's still in a plastic bag, I think, somewhere. Yes. Oh, excellent. If you put it in Creator's Might, you can get another free card. Yeah. And have four points left over. Right, surely if you put it in the right list, you get two free things, wouldn't you? Two judicators? Uh, yeah, but this is two free cards. Mm. So yeah, four points left over to spend on something. Ooh. It's solo, isn't it? That's, that's just nuts. Yeah, that's quite intimidating at 50 points, isn't it? Yes. That is that is quite unbelievable. Because mm. they don't need a hell of a lot of support. No, because they, well, they've got they've got the inbuilt. Was is it inbuilt signs and portents on them? Pretty much. Yes, yeah. they have. It's the reliquary that got yeah. turned into something useful. When it's free, the focus... free, isn't it? You don't have to pay yeah. to do it. It's just free. Um, and um, with Sevi two, getting that miss, a, you know, lose a free attack. You don't really mind because you, obviously you can stack double signs and portents 
with Sevi Zero or with the other Sevi, but yeah. Um, the GDK has really turned on my Sevi Zero and having someone with a that can get a, a giant amount of focus basically to to yeah. run it and still maintain spells in an army. So it's high reclaimer usually. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I can't find it. I think it's under the bed somewhere. So instead I found... Uh, what did I find? Pack out minstrels. Uh, Champion of the Order of the Wall. Oh. I still haven't built yet. Hit, hit, uh, here we go. Create a so, so, so fi- final list. So then she, <laughs> uh, 72, double judicator, hierophant, three racks, vassal mechanic, a vassal of men off, and a min choir. I, oh see, my I always God. like it when other people build my lists because I can't be bothered. That's this is so great. Wrong. <laughs> At 50 points. I don't think either of my lists could even remotely deal with that. Well, wow. I couldn't even think about it is, to, is sit down and see if I can write a double um, double Vulcan list to counter it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would take double galleon, but that, that thing is hideously expensive still. Is the galleon any better yet? Has it been through CID? Uh, it's been through CID. It just got cheaper. Oh, okay. which is which is kind of what it needed. It was a, it's it's a good colossal, but it's just way too expensive. Did it get significantly cheaper, or just uh, like four points cheaper? I think. Oh, okay. So, but we're still waiting on that one because uh, it'll be released when it's released. Oh, is it not released finally? Soon, soon. I think. Yeah, it's 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 quote soon soon. Okay. Um, so, uh, th- I mean, 50 points, let's see, you could run... Uh, uh, let's put this into irregulars, because that's always just the worst thing to do. Um, Is it Was it single list, Mike? Uh, no, it was, it was double list for us. Well, you yeah. Could, yeah, was it double list, but you could actually just play one list? Yeah, yeah, you could just bring one. Yeah. Could you bring one, you can play one, but if you bring two, you had to play two? No, I don't think they're that that anal. Uh, no, champions in the rule book. If you do bring two, you have to play it. Oh, that's anal. Yeah, but don't it's, bring it's, it. it's because it's a theme force. I'm not so going to. It's, well, it's the... I think you said you wanted to. No, I'm just going to turn up with two judicators and piss on everyone's cornflakes. Put fifty <laughs> points. No, I'm not that bad. There yeah, you are. You know you are. Hmm. <laughs> uh, hmm. I need some. <laughs> I need some glue. Stronger glue than this. Oh, there we go. Broadside's bar can fit a double galleon in at 50 points. Are you planning on that, then? (laughs) That sounds like yes. (laughs) Although Irregulars does get worse in the next iteration, so we'll see. But (laughs) that is just stupid in the extreme. Although it does, it does leave you like six points to do things with. Like, um, I guess I'll take a a dwarf mortar, which actually takes me to three free solos. Hmm. So you know, it's 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 not all bad. It ain't all bad. So, okay. Uh, we- oh, I was oh. gonna say, should, should we move on to Kurt's tournament experience? Yeah, I want to see how he left his victims. <laughs> <laughs> So I skip to the end uh, or leave the suspense? No, we wanted. Uh, didn't someone want dice by dice battle coverage? Uh, did, uh, uh, Byron did imply that he uh, would enjoy dice roll by dice roll report, and luckily I, I made a list of all my. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, could you actually imagine me doing that? No. Um, 
I took a photo of my result sheet, so I had some vague attempt at remembering what the hell happened. Um, <laughs> what I did this day, yeah, just in case I black out. Exactly. Just, just wow. Black out. You just sleep a couple of times. Life gets in the way, and you go, "Oh, Saturday. I think I went to Cardiff." Yeah. <laughs> Show people at work. This, I think this is what I did. I think this is what I did on Saturday. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I right. <laughs> Woke up in Cardiff. Yeah, but I can't read it. <laughs> Woke up in Cardiff. What was the stag do? No, it was <laughs> moving miniatures around. So I got I got drawn against Elliot um, in the first round, who's been playing a lot of minions lately, a lot of gators. So thinking, I was thinking, oh, gators, and I'd seen double judicators on a table, and then suddenly he picks it up and brings it towards me. I went, is that is that someone else's? He went, no, it's mine. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then uh, we took about his list, and uh, actually he just wants to play double judicators. So uh, I was tempted to put double Vulcans down in um, against it because it might be fun. But actually, I went for my other list, which is Gerhardt and double Rocket Man, and yeah, um, there's, there's a theme of my day. Um, what, what I think, one thing I did realize that about nine o'clock at night that went was that night was when he put passage when you can't shoot at the jacks. That's what's called, isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, no magical ranged attacks. No non-magical ranged attacks. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can't shoot it at all. Uh, Crucible Guard, by the way. Crucible Guard. So I have a Vulcan and, uh, and a, um, a Liberator and double um, Rocketman and the Stormtroopers and a few other bits. And um, yeah, so I'm there being cagey and I did kill stuff and work around it and eventually got in towards it. But what I realised later on was that Alice can, of course, give any single model Range weapons, magical damage. And there's tons of it all the way through all of Crystal Guard. Wah, 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 wah. Sad um, times. So, yeah. So I actually should have just shot it a lot um, earlier on. Even if it didn't die, it would have died later on when I charged it, for sure, because it would have been half dead. Um, now, it. now, did you, do you think your opponent knew this and was sat there going, God, I hope he doesn't remember his own faction? He said, have you got any way of giving it magical weapons? Right. As if he thought I did. And then when I said, no, I don't think so, he didn't um, <laughs> react in a way where he thought, oh, what about her? Because you know, it's, uh, it's hard to see Alice, to be honest, across the table. So, so he knew... He had an inkling that Chris Regard could do that kind of thing, but he could, I don't think he knew which model did it. So he didn't, he didn't like, with certainty declare, no, you can't shoot my shit. It was just no, like no, he, he did say, that. he did say, can any of your stuff shoot my shit? Okay. Okay. It's a fair way to word it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, uh, I think I... Well, that was a fairly... It started out fairly balanced, because um, he was very focused on one side, and I thought... I was pulling away on scenario, but then he pretty much he very much closed the door on me. Uh, there's my uh, there it is. So um, I did score five control points in that game uh, and still lost. Don't. Oh, I think I clocked. Not clocked. It went down on clock. We were both low on clock. It was right at the end of the t- end of the round. But um, yeah, I ran out of time. Um, yeah, so that's fine. And then I played. So that was against um, obviously against um, Menoth. Then I played into um, Primal Terrors. Which- um, with um, Valus, is that his name? Valus. What's his, uh, the the um, the legion people that hurt themselves? A bit like Scorn, and he's the he's the war, warlocks based on them. 
Oh, brain's gone now. People are shouting it now, aren't they? You, I mean, you've you've gone so far outside of what I actually know about Legion at this point. I like. Okay. You could say anything, and I go. Mm-hmm, yeah. He wasn't playing the giant, great, nasty thing. Didn't have that. Um, the <laughs> T words are all going now. No words. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was lots and lots of um lots and lots of uh warmongers and the dragony things and um as in the um dragon ogre things that are not called that the ogre um cavalry oh, okay yeah isn't fiana the lash are you talking about or no the the guy with the sword the guy that's um callus 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 oh he used he's like the incubi guy yes he creates lots of incubi doesn't he yeah turn, yeah Oh, well, you Callus one. I, I was gonna say, or is it Callus two? Which is no. The, he said not the monster one. Uh, okay. So it's right. a Cal- it's Callus two. It's Callus one, and on feet it creates incubi when you kill it. Okay, yeah, that that that's Callus. I'm sorry, I, I've only just seen the model for Callus two. Like, yeah. what is I this? I, I don't it, think I have seen it. Yeah, it's a monster thing. It's utterly ridiculous. <laughs> it's pretty daft. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's not scary. It's just. <laughs> I could not in any way seriously own that model. <laughs> I haven't looked. I'm glad it's tickled Mike. Uh, I'll, I'll paste it in chat. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's certainly a thing. Um, mm. Yeah. So his feet is effectively trying to make you think twice about killing stuff because you create ink by every time you kill stuff. Um, so I kill stuff. Um, sitting there doing nothing so I feated to try and kill things properly and try and kill as many of the um, cavalry as I could created lots of incubi killed lots of incubi we, lost, we completely lost cat of <laughs> incubi got created and killed I mean um, um, the, the thing is with Callus's uh, feet is if you've got enough either firepower or melee to just kind of go in with the feet's almost worthless um, I did kill a lot because I was spraying so I was getting I, I was spraying through um, the cavalry and through the bird things and all this kind of stuff and killing them and um, there were incubi and then the second spray would go in and wipe out most of the incubi. I would say by the end of the feat he'd still got four or five incubi that were sat there even though I'd killed at least that many. Um, it was, uh, yeah. Um, it, it became an attrition thing which that, that army excels at attrition. It just yeah. doesn't die easily at all. Yeah. Um, I've only ever played against it once, and that was in Mark Two, and it was fucking oppressive then. But I got completely closed out of the scenario, and he just uh, once he started backing points up, I couldn't push back in again. Um, oh, at the start, but no, just couldn't stand up to it. Um, so yeah, so lost in the scenario massively. And then the last game was against Will and his circles. So we had the um, giant lightning bird. He had a stalker, what was stalker, what was feral. Um, Getterix, not Getterix, uh, what's the character? Brennos? No, I saw that floating around there. No, the character Warp Wolf with the axe. It's Getterix. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's Getterix. And with, um, um, Words have failed Kurt in time. Jesus Christ. He turns into a beast who's thawed, but he's, (laughs) words is gone. (laughs) been around ages as well. <laughs> I, th- I think we should just leave him to it, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. So short version Chromac. Is, yes, short version is, yeah. Words. What are they for? 
<laughs> well done, you've killed Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> You're out of there, Bench? Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. So, short version is I got a wooden spoon for the day. <laughs> wow. And you say I'm mean. Yeah. Uh, what? How is that mean? Just Benj laughing at oh, you. Oh, see, mate. I wasn't really yeah. laughing at him. It was with him, really. I, I heard that. It was mostly at. Okay. It was with his descent into madness. Oh, okay. And, and the loss of English words. Uh, <laughs> utterly. I'll, I'll, be- I'll believe you thousands wouldn't. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. Well, it was but, a fun day. And I, yeah. I, I forgot a ridiculous amount of rules through the day. Um, uh, most of which I've firmly submitted in my head, which is, which is good. So hopefully, yeah. I mean, I, that that is the one thing about going to sort of events like that. It, it really does expose where you've got holes in your knowledge and you kind of, yeah. you need to polish up on it for next time. Yeah. It's like, I know if I put, if and when I put storm lances on the table again, I need to remember that they have Electroleap. Wow. Yeah. Have you I, been, have you been playing regularly though, Kurt? recently or uh, i've been recording all my games this year i've played 17 games this year okay yeah this is this is why it just doesn't really make sense in my head because i didn't expect you to go potato after that many but the thing is bench there's a difference between like having a casual game and playing a tournament Ah, uh, it's the fact that i never really see any game of war machine really that casually so so well, i, I- we are, we are. I think all my games are going to start being clock games mm. because that's the biggest difference is going from that. And we were playing fifty-minute clocks, so oh, um, that's that's rough. Yes, that's we were. So I, time was really against me, um, and I was struggling with it. And I, I changed. I've changed one of my so my Sylvester list is now double double Vulcan, and that's much better and better on time. Less models, less going on. Still a lot of sprays, but still less. Um, so you still got a lot of dice to roll and things. Still kill a lot of things, but. Um, it still burned. It burns less clock than the big infantry specialist that I was running. Um, yeah, and just I think it's I think it's just practice, practice on clock as well, but practice the same lists because I keep tweaking, changing, and, and I think I need to get stuck into running the same list over and over because then you know what decision you want to make. You don't sit there going, "How does that interact with that?" In the middle of a time game, it's the re- it, well, it's one of the many reasons I ran McBain for so long. Because I, I that seventy five point list I had didn't change for about eighteen months, and by the end of it, I knew exactly what each piece wanted to do, where it wanted to go, and how it was doing it. I didn't need to look at the rules or stats at any point, and it was just it flowed. It's just consistency, tape. isn't it? It's just yeah, knowing what you're playing and how it interacts, and how especially with the Christmas guy. Christmas guy is about buffs and debuffs, so. You have to know how these things fit together in order to get the best out of your armor. Because the, re- the basic stats of Crystal Guard are very dull across the board. They're, but they are average. They are just dull. They are underwhelming. It's the um, the UA abilities and buffs and debuffs and rust and and taking armor and defense off everything that that t- turns it around and changes it massively. Hmm. Hmm. Can uh, anyone explain to me by uh, the War Machine General? Uh, Facebook group has changed to Lord of the Feast. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it was it was to do with someone basically saying that Lord of the Feast was massively overpowered. One of the admins changed it to Lord of the Feast General for a joke, 
and then found out you can't revert the name for a month. <laughs> it was so, commented on on the um, dev chat as well. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, have you have you not seen um, what was it um, Doug Hamilton's brilliant trolling of the group? No. Oh, he started uh, just literally sculpting other Lord of the Feast things. So, like putting putting Lord of the Feast horns on everything, and like a Lord of the Feast gun rack as well. And nice. <laughs> it was just really weird to watch him do. <laughs> but like this, this doesn't seem like something that normally would be done. But okay, so <laughs> well, so. Is the model still working, or is yeah. it just? No, it's, okay. it's very. It's, I think he's gone from. So, Lord of the Feast. Go back to the very beginning of Mark One. Lord of the Feast was ridiculously powerful in Mark One. Mm-hmm. Shoot the bird across the table. He teleports to where the bird was. He then lays into things with a ridiculous number of attacks. Um, Mark Two. He got squashed into oblivion. He was a pointless waste of time. He was too expensive. Start Mark Three. He was good, but way too expensive. He went through CID. And he's almost back to where he was where Mark won, I think, nearly. Yeah. Uh, uh, evidenced by, what is it, the Pagani widget? The Pagani widget? Yeah. Um, so there is now a thing, which is like, <laughs> if you place Lord of the Feast somewhere, then there is a precise 3.2-inch bubble uh, in which of things... Of everything dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so someone has made a widget that just says 3.2 inches or one Pagani. Nice. So... Uh, so does it's, it, 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 it does teleport to where the, to, from the ra- from the range that like the bird attacked, doesn't he? Now, like he always, yeah. used, like he did years and years ago. So he, he teleports in with the bird. Uh, I, 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 I might have to get the rules on this one, but I, I'm, I'm working back from it. I think it was a yeah. range. It always used to be a ranged attack, yeah. which is the bird flying at something to represent the bird flying at something. Yeah, and then he teleports base to base with it. Then he gets the like pseudo thresher off that. Uh-huh. Then he can buy attacks with corpse tokens. Now, my opponent in the final game tried a sort of an assassination with Lord of the Feast after using the um, the Spirit Cauldron and Boil Master to just like keep him topped up. So Lord of the Feast comes in like fully loaded up, standing next to Gorton, and it's like, okay, so uh, that'll be it's got, grievous, it's got grievous wounds as well yeah. as what we've yeah. described. Everything we yeah. said looks right. Dual mm-hmm. attack, so we can make the range attack and then pile in and make the, make the melee attack after he's teleported. He also gains bonuses for having uh, corpses on him. Or souls. So he, can, or... so he can move six, make a range ten range attack at rat seven. Yep. If he hits, and he's got, and if he's got, he can have corpse tokens to boost that. Have you noticed what power it would come in if he's fully fueled as well? 16? Guess again. It's higher. Yeah. <laughs> So, so the first hit I Art had on my, as well. The first hit I had on my caster was a POW nineteen, <laughs> and I was sat there going, "Oh, this is bad. This is bad." But it goes down by one each attack that it buys. It's like POW nineteen block five damage. <laughs> oh geez. Jesus Christ! It's six points, but that means free, obviously. Yeah. Oh, it's a, it's a free solo, and oh, and oh, and it's stealth as well. So you know, just. Just add that particular insult to injury and advanced deploy. I mean, it's it's low def and not particularly hardy. So if you hit it, it's gonna fall over and die. The thing is, its threat range is so bonkers; it doesn't need to come in. So it could, if if it's lined up correctly, it could charge nine to get within two inches of something, 
shoot, teleport, and make attacks from there. Yeah, and uh, if it's yeah. if if it's in the back as well, it avoids all the don't, shield don't, walls and all the. Blah. Don't forget it. Um, it's got dual attack. It mm. loses its charge attack, I believe, for doing that. Yeah, it would. Yeah, <coughs> uh, it would lose its lose the charge but dice. Yeah, definitely. But he's weapon master, anyway, isn't he? Is he not anymore? No, he's not weapon master anymore, is he? No. No. It's magical, magical. No, if, 13, it was a though. if it was a power like nineteen weapon master, he used to, well, yeah, he used to be he used to weapon master as well, but I don't think he yeah. didn't have quite this stack of stuff. But so, yeah. how many boxes did it do to your uh, in total? Yeah, how many Great. points? Ah, okay. I, I had four focus on Gorton because I thought I'm having to move him up to feet. I'll I'll just I'll just upkeep solid ground and then we're good. So there was a, there was a hairline smell of poop for a, for a <laughs> second and then and once the first attack was done and that, uh, it was it did three damage. I was like, mm, I'll block that. Mm-hmm. And then as the power kept going down, I just kind of went. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm I'm fine now. I genuinely, <laughs> I, I genuinely thought my opponent was going to like pile in with like some some of the wolf riders and then no. mm. it, it was it was an attack that never came. I was really, it's nineteen. I can't remember. It, was, it must have been another buff or another spell. On yeah, that, it, was, it was possibly something. You, to do with the 16, you can have three three corpse tokens, and that gives that takes you to um, armor armor nineteen, power strength sixteen. It, but you give you some other. Oh, actually, maybe buff. maybe I'm flipping the two. Because it, be, but there's got there's bound to be a strength buff somewhere, isn't there? Yeah, maybe I'm f- just flipping the two where it was armor nineteen. Caster with strength buff, put that on him, and he's going in and taking anything out. Jesus. Well, I mean, he was playing against the caster with the uh, one of the best strength buffs in the game, which yeah. I didn't cast at all because, like, I'm playing circle. Why would I need plus four strength? Hitting is the hard part. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, hitting's not so much the hard part when they're at minus three death. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, that, that's a real, real start. I, I did find Shadowbind. I was getting some use out of that this time, which I, which I previously had um, not maximised. So was that to you? I'm learning slowly. <laughs> I mean, this, this weekend did sound like you, you learned a lot or you were reminded a lot of stuff. Uh, I think um, because Alice has got so much going on, because she can... Her mind's exhortation, she can... Um, grant Isle of Sight and something else with it as well, and she can uh, and she can power up a jack. Uh, but and the Isle of Sight also grants um, magical weapons, magical ranged attack. Mm. It's just like I didn't know that I didn't I didn't know that was there. I, I had a feeling it was somewhere, but I did not know that was there. Um, so yeah, it's been enlightening. And this is the, I mean, this is playing the faction, isn't it? It's just yeah, it's. Um, I mean, the, fact, the faction's been out less than a year, so you know, if you forget yeah. stuff, you know, the, there's kind of excuses there for it. So guidance, target-friendly model um, gains either sight, and its weapons gain magical type magical, gain damage type magical for one turn. Um, so yeah, harmonic station, guidance, and empower. So you can undisrupt and grant a focus to to any jack. It's, this is amazing. And if she dies, she turns into a massive great rage monster that hurts people. Yeah, uh-huh. always a good one. Yeah. Uh, right, as it's uh, getting a bit uh, late, shall we uh, move on to any other business? Yes, why not? Okay. Uh, Benj, any other business? Um, what did I... No, I've just been sick for a week uh, with f- fever and chest infections. I haven't really had any other business apart from going 
slightly stir crazy at the wall. Um, coughing and any other business? Coughing. Yeah, just lots of coughing. Really. Um, Sounds delightful. Yeah, I haven't even been able to um, really even. I didn't even have enough energy to put a television on and cough to some form of. <laughs> I've just been literally dead until yesterday, I think. So, so no, no other business for me. Okay, sounds yeah, sounds sounds good. Mm. Okay, uh, Kurt, any other business? Um, I'm looking forward to the Hellboy um, Kickstarter turning up because that's okay. shipped and um, is on its way and should be here within a few weeks, which should be very nice. Uh, I'm also looking forward to, though not directly, the um, uh, Cthulhu Wars turning up in various locations because I think I'm looking forward to having another go at playing that. And um, yeah, barring for once, you'd have sound by sound of it uh, more stuff coming. I'm not quite sure exactly how much, but some. Um, but also, uh, in order to uh, drown my sorrows after doing so well in Cardiff, I went and spent money because retail therapy is obviously a thing. And, yeah, um, I oh, definitely. And uh, now I don't think there is a single thing Chris Brigard don't own. So I bought the remaining Jack, which was the um, uh, Retaliator, spraying one, spray one, um, and I bought the Chris Brigard Infantry, which I still didn't own. But there is nothing I don't own Chris Brigard. I don't think now. So yeah. That's my retail therapy, and they are already assembled and um, primed last night, and mostly painted now. So just through today, that's how you do it. Cool, cool. How about you? Um, for myself, um, so I've been on a bit of a painting spree. Um, I, I, we've we've all seen. It's astounding. Yeah. <laughs> You're a man um, possessed. I, I, I found myself weirdly with like odd bits of time in the last few weeks that I hadn't been expecting. So I thought, well. I think there was a thing where painting begets painting. So if you've been painting, you think of it to do. If you don't do it for ages, yeah. it's, it's not something you immediately go, oh, I'll do that. You go, oh, I'll watch this series I've been watching instead and sit on the sofa. It's, uh... Well, part of it is the fact that I'd had a Gorton that had been sat there half painted uh, and I worked out for, I think it was about five or six years. Um, with, uh, basically, the, the sort of kind of long family story about why it was only half painted but kind of i realized as i started doing it i'd mentally been avoiding doing it for that oh, long. you mentioned something about that online yeah yeah um so so that was fun to deal with um because yeah. i've got the on the underside of my dwarves there that it's dated when i finished them um and and once I finished Gordon, I was like, well, that, that drill has been kind of sat there in the same kind of state. Now, I kind of wanted to finish that one as well. So, okay, fair enough. Oh, I've got these gun bunnies as well. And then it just kind of, yeah, well, storm blades, that they look fun to paint. Let's carry on with those. And it just kind of slowly ticked over to being like 20-odd models painted in the space of yeah. a couple of weeks. Um, I, think I think it's easily done because you just get into the, Sort of positive habit of just doing it. Yeah, I mean, the, the one thing I will still say is that I hate batch painting with a passion. I I can't stand painting units, painting solos, painting individual jacks. I'm perfectly happy to do, but just painting those storm blades, at least at the start, was just torture. Yeah. Because, because it's going through 10 models and applying the same tin bits layer on all of them, then going, okay, 
What's the next one? Oh, it's the leather. Okay. Have you um, have you not played a bigger game than War Machine? I know you haven't done 40k or Age of Sigma or Warhammer, but uh, uh, it's still annoying either way, Kurt. Because I, I can agree. What, because what I'm mean, saying, what I'm saying is, is, is I, I don't have a problem with 12 with the same model because my previous previous experience has been painting a hell of a lot more than that of Space Marines or whatever else. So the, the last time I played a game that was quote bigger than War Machine, although I, I doubt very much with the model counts we're playing at now, um, it's bigger than what I was playing. Um, but that was either Warhammer Fantasy, I want to say third, yeah, or forty k second. I would say uh, both of those are bigger, than, are more models than War Machine, but um, uh, yeah. But I was playing at secondary school, so armies oh, were very okay. much of a different size. Right. Okay. Um, I will also say that at that point, um, my painting style for Blood Angels was very much here is a spray that says Blood Angels red. Let's put the eyes on. But that, 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 that the listeners, was one model and the amount of spray paint on the front. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've, so seen, I've seen children's spray models. It's horrible. It just, I, no, it reminds me of my own spray painting. Oh, my, my Blood Bowl team is a travesty. If you can find a face on any of those models. <laughs> I can't remember at what point somebody went, you go, can't remember who said it. It was a long, long time ago. 20 years at least um and that helped me massively just to go don't hold the button down just go just make that noise yeah and it, and it, and it is also for, for those who are you know wanting a, a, a bit on spray technique you start from one side of the model and the spray goes across the model so that when you press first and when you release you're not aimed at the model yeah although i would go short control burst and not worry uh, yeah. too much about that but yeah and don't do it from like two inches away. No, because <laughs> then just all the detail obliterated forever. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, makes it easier to paint though with less detail, doesn't it? Oh yeah, totally. And uh, as well, if you want recommendations for primers, go to somewhere like Halfords. Pick up their grey primer. Yep. It is. I I've moved over to it from like a lot of coloured sprays, and it has the benefits of like. A black spray in, in that everything looks covered when you're done but it also has some of the benefits of white and then it brings your colors up a bit i would recommend gray unless you've got a really good reason for something else um, my warjacks i do spray gold because there's so much gold and i like warjacks yeah. benefit from having a general metal look because what's underneath it the lower bits the difference between a, a warjack and a person is that a person's wearing clothes and cloth and actually you want sort of recesses and gray and darker colors Washing over the top of that gets rid of a lot of that, but a warjack is metal underneath most of the time. Well, the bits yeah. are hard to get to are generally metallic, so I'm a big fan of of metallic sprays for warjacks, but um, which take longer to dry, as we were discussing yesterday. Um, just leave it; don't touch it tomorrow. Um, but um, yeah, mid grey, yeah, big fan. I'm, in, I'm interested to know with your gold primer actually. Um, does it have the same effect that the armor pa army painter silver primer has in that? If your paints are a little bit too watery, it slides if, off them. Yeah, the, the, the surface tension breaks and it does really weird things. So yes, it does. My solution to that is is to take a hearty um, tub of Agrax Earthshade. Bless you. And I Agrax it first after the gold. When the gold's dry, so the next day, wash it in Agrax, which won't be a perfect wash, but will um, remove that problem. Other dark inks what? are available. Other dark inks are available, but there's they're not as good. 
Oh, well, that, that actually, actually create a sticky enough layer to, to yeah. hold. Okay, because yeah. I had the same problem that Mike had. But I've also had a similar problem with grey spray paint as well. Oh, okay. I've been more of a fan of black. Oh, like, okay. Yes, but and I think you can tell when a spray paint is probably going to do it because there's a certain shine to the model. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Like, so I'm I'm down to I've run out and I should go and get more, but there is a nice mat uh, in a certain large gardening and homewares kind of uh, um, shop that um, they do a variety. Oh, there's lots of shops that sell, sell that kind of stuff, and it's um, the matte. There's a matte metallic that's still a little bit shiny. But much much better. Although right now I've now got the shiny one because I bought it by mistake. Go um, <laughs> and then and then left it and bought the right one. And then of course I've run out of the other one and I'm going. I want to spray it now. So I, of course uh, then go and get that one and just live with it. And to be fair, having access access to these things in garden centres and Halfords, um, it's quite useful now, seeing because you can't ship spray primers anymore. <coughs> uh, yeah, I've forgotten that. Which is really annoying. Anyone who's gone to buy a spray primer in the UK from like Firestorm in the last few years has found out, yeah, if you want it, you've got to courier it because Royal Mail will no longer send... Uh, Explosive air- canisters. Uh, yes. Although, they will still allow you to post bees. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Do, do you post a lot of bees? Is that how you found this out? No, I, I found it because there's an article in The Guardian. Uh, yes, middle-class Guardian. Um... <laughs> His accent's deceptive, I tell you. Uh, um, there's an article in The Guardian about um, a postal worker who uh, a parcel of bees had come undone inside their van. Um, a parcel of bees. Yes. It sounds like it should be a euphemism, but I can't it, think what for. It's a bit like how you can, um, how Amazon can send you large um, shipments of like ladybirds as well. <laughs> There's alcohol now. Uh, yes, they do also do alcohol. That's where a lot of my whiskey collections come from. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I feel this has wandered into a very strange place now. So, I'm going to do. I'm going to do one more piece of any other business because um, you know I've been. I've, I've watched a couple of films today as well, um, and I'm, I'm just going to recommend that anyone who even vaguely likes musicals um, pick up La La Land if you've not seen it. Because I saw it in cinema. It's very good. I've watched it twice. I know Nick absolutely hates it with a burning passion. It balances out this sort of wonderful, cynical, indie filmmaking thing about um, sort of a mixture of the Hollywood system and uh, relationships with this like joyous old school musical. I like um, the way, I, what well, I quite like the way, because I've watched um, Singing in the Rain with my youngest recently, because she was singing the song from somewhere, and I told her it came from a film, and uh, we then, she watched it and watched the film, and I noticed it watching it with her, that there are some songs in it that they just made something up in order to be able to put a certain song, and they're even parodying themselves in Singing in the Rain, they're sort of mm. talking about the film they want to make, so they do a set piece that they want to put in the film they want to make, and you're like, that's just an excuse to have that song in the film. Um, but uh, and I think La La Land sort of, parody plays up on that as well oh, it, it, it very definitely does so so there are there are things that happen later in the film that if you kept your eyes open you've seen the sets for them in the warner brothers back lot near the start of the film um cool. and the, the the like that recurring image of the lamppost is it's all through the film but it's also you you can see like an entire storage thing of them on the warner brothers back lot oh cool um it's it's a 
it's an absolutely beautifully done film. Uh, if you've, for anyone who's seen uh, Whiplash, it's by the same director. Um, I mean, I, I would say temper your expectations with some of the, strong, the songs. It is still, uh, what was it, Emma Stone and Ryan Gosling. Um, but they are forming, they're, they're doing like good renditions of fun songs. And if you can get another day of sun out of your head afterwards, um, you're a better man than I, frankly. So... I enjoyed it. It's been a while since I watched it. There we go. That that's that that that's my any other business done. So I think uh, now all that remains is for Kurt to sign us off. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Elite Cadre, the Hordes and War Machine and Half the Time Movies podcast that doesn't take itself too seriously. I've been Kurt. I've been Mike. I've been Benj. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye Nick. Bye, Nick. Listening to Elite Cadre, a War Machine and Hordes podcast. Email us at elitecadrepodcast at gmail.com or find the whole team on Twitter at bit.ly forward slash elite cadre. Music provided by Martin DeBont and Symphony of Spectres. And now, in a world of perfect production and seamless transitions, we bring you the chaos that lurks beneath the surface. These are the Easter eggs. This hangout on air is live, apparently. Uh, Has it done the Twitterization? Twitterization? Please don't say fuck or bugger. We're marked as explicit. It's 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 fine. Please say fuck or bugger. Please don't say the C word too often or write it down. <laughs> And hold it up to camera. Yes. I read the description of why Hot Fuzz has a 15 rating a little while ago. I was just looking at whether children can watch it. And um, there's a, it, on uh, one of the websites that talks about whether your children can watch stuff, it, there's part of the reasoning it, um, for the 15 is because the C word is in the film at least twice. Once said as a flippant remark, but then once it's written on the swear jar. But because mm. it's ri- written down, would normally written down C word would normally be an 18 immediately. But because it's written down and marked as a bad word and therefore punishable, it's like, oh, no, 15. Mm. Which is interesting logic. There, there's a wonderful story uh, from someone I know who had to deal with the BBFC sort of fairly regularly. Um, 
and basically he he put something in for certification and it came back as like way higher than uh he thought that it should have been and he got a call from this uh really sort of posh and polite sounding a woman as part of this explanation and she said ah yes well at this point you can have uh one fuck or two buggers but, yeah. if, you to, but if you want to come that's right out yeah. <laughs> apparently right. he had to put her on hold so he could have a good three or four minutes just of laughing as a result <laughs> so she yeah. can she can get if you watch um, if you watch What's Paul Dead Deadpool? He says that at the beginning because he be- he's bleeping himself out. But he says, "Well, we could have two shits, we could have two fucks, and that's it." With the fifteen, so you're not having any. He's talking to Fred Savage again. You can't have any more of those. Is there the same? Oh, not of- in that version. Yeah, I've watched it with the children. It's quite fun. Is there a similar sort of thing with regards to violent scenes as well? Do they have to have a uh, uh, more it- to do with blood and violence and yeah. how it's cut and how much <laughs> you see? So. You can have it. It's amazing. If you watch that recut, you think it's the same. You watch it again, you go, oh, all, all the blade inserts, all the gunshots, all the reactions, all the man on fire are all gone. Whether hit things have consequences as well as usually. That's the thing. Gone. Yeah. And, and blood. Yeah. There will be blood. Don't I know it? <laughs> Yay! I'm pressing buttons and I'm hoping things are going to happen, but oh, I really wish there was a night mode for some websites. Night mode? Yeah. Like your cast area. What? Oh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not, I'm not joking. Your cast area not have a night mode? No. Mine does. Everything's dimmer. Uh, Bench, what have you just done to your microphone? Turned it on. Yeah, because you, you, you're broadcasting a decent amount of static. Or oh, hum. Well, yeah, hum. Hmm. Well, I, I do this, and then, okay I, now. and then I turn it back on. Can you um, mute it, and let's see if it's any better? Keep it muted, like, next 90 minutes or so. Right, that's it, I'm off. <laughs> see you later. See, I was thinking, you say, he's not, I don't think he's muted yet. We'll have to wait. No. <laughs> I can be mostly muted for this cast entirely, it's fine. Usually are. You Would we know games, the difference? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right, let's let's bring up the YouTube chat because there's a Byron in there. At least. <laughs> there's a Byron. He said he said was going. There's a Byron in the water. Sharks in the water. Yeah. Okay. So do you do, do you know enough about infernals to kind of have a a, a, a good chat about them? Uh, I've watched the thingy. All I know is the yes. I watched the entire. I watched it twice. Um, Oh, cool! The entirety of the hour long doesn't talk about the models at all. Just talks about the rules. No, it's yeah. It's just set up right. Okay, Um, fair enough. A few other bits. Okay. Uh, There we go. That that sounds something like a podcast. It wasn't cheap, huh? How many um, live listens have we had? Just the one. Um, it doesn't record it anymore. Oddly. Um, so so Byron was definitely watching, but it didn't it never came up with a view account. Um, and I have now finished washing my um, infantry and Jack that I bought yesterday. So, so, so Byron's just said, yes, I will have lots of CW arriving. Yes, Cthulhu Wars. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, which, I played, which I played at um, Bonescom. Yes. No, I saw that with the like, millions of multicolored models. So there's, um, that's the third Kickstarter 
for that game in various guys in different extra armies. And there's talk of there possibly being one more, uh, which I may try and jump on when it happens. There's so many like Kickstarters for like games with really cool sets of models. And I'm sat there going, I am not dropping 200 pounds on another board game. Uh, so the basic set is nearly 200 pounds. Cthulhu Wars is like ridiculously expensive to buy all of yeah. it. I, I don't have a desire to buy all of it. I would like to buy the Kickstarter kind of luxury version of the basic set, as in with all the extra kind of resin gates and stuff and things or metal, other like sculpted gates rather than cards um, and, and some extra factions and bits. But I don't really feel like I need all of it. Um, yeah, I mean, you could spend, it's, it's a lot of money to get the complete. On the last Kickstarter, the, the I think it was 700 quid for, on the on this onslaught three to get the catch up box and i don't think that was everything in there i mean i i was so tempted to drop money on um where are we it's called the edge dawnfall uh if you can see the chat that is the board game um and i was looking and people going oh yeah it's 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 quite good and it comes with a lot of really nice minis and i'm sat there going yeah it looks really nice but at the same point, am I ever going to get around to it? It's like the starter, the starter box is nine kilograms and is 175 mm. quid. Uh, yeah. it, again, board game, over 560 cards, 318 linen wow. finished tokens, um, 113 highly detailed miniatures with hard plastic bases. So my, my most frequent gaming group, is the children and their cousins. So from a board game point of view. So I, I generally look at things from the point of view of, can I play this with my family? Yeah. Um, and Hellboy, definitely yes. Hellboy board game looks like it's got a lot of repeat play. It's cooperative. <coughs> it's going to be fun like Zombicide is. Yeah. Um, and same as Zombicide um, invasion with the aliens. I think that's going to be a completely different kind of twist on it and it'll be fun. Um, I know that I've read the criticisms around those games and heard them from other people. But I think when you've got a group of adults you get a lot more vying for position and people getting like, people just doing what they're told or not really contributing. Whereas I think with children, it's just fun because um, they all have their own ideas, but they will kind of go in the right direction. But yeah, um, I know what you mean. And I, I, Cthulhu Wars has crossed my mind. I showed my children Cthulhu Wars and I think they're a little bit young yet, but then when it, cause it'll be like 18 months after the Kickstarter launches that I could actually get it. So that might come right then. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, for, for for board games and stuff at this point, I'm only just getting around to playing some of the stuff I bought at UK Games Expo last year. Yeah. Um, it, it's only in the last couple of like months we've got around to playing uh, Terraforming Mars. Having which... read having read some Lovecraft, quite a lot of Lovecraft in the last six months, playing that game gave me flashbacks to stories. It's so well tailored, oh, wow. brings so much of it in. Watching Creeping Chaos come across the board, I was like. Oh my god! Okay, I know who that is. I know where they are. I know who this the sleeper is. I know who these people are. And the sleeper, the really cool thing. Do you have any idea how much Cthulhu and how much? Um, the more I'm listening to Laundry Files, the more Lovecraft is in it. <laughs> hey, which which game are you talking about? That's Lovecraft based. Uh, um, Cthulhu, uh, Cthulhu Wars. Wars. Oh, never heard of that. It's huge. Um, if you go to the Welsh, I did say to Byron, will you bring it? He's going to, he's going to try for the Friday night. Okay. Um, because I'd like to play that again. Um, as much as I like um, Chocho, I think I'd avoid playing Chocho, having read about how hard they are. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's the, the amount of time. I mean, the 
um, the guy who created it is so immersed in love. He created Call of Cthulhu, the role-playing game. Same guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's so immersed in it. It's, it's got so much depth. It's really cool. So yeah, yay. But yeah, so many Kickstarters, just tons. Um, I joined... <laughs> I joined one of the little card game recently that was um, that they're quite cool. That'd be fun with the children about trying to get out of the woods. Anyway, there's loads on there. Oh, I, I, speaking of Kickstarter, um, was it Ninja Division? Finally, actually, did send out an update saying, "I saw." Yeah, we got no money. Sorry, we're done. They didn't. They didn't find anybody in the end to bail them out. Um, they basically said there's a continuing effort to try and keep the company going. Um, I was very but, glad I didn't join Legends. I know you did, but... I, yeah, uh, it's it's not the only Kickstarter they're missing as well. There's another one. Um, oh, the second um, Relic Knights. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's still... I was so glad I didn't join that. Well, I wasn't going to because that's the first one to be asked. Yeah, the first one's awful. The first one's still sitting in uh, my garage. So, so, so the, box, the boxes that are up there, just off camera. I played it. I got some good games out of it. I've still got all my stuff. And I bought a few bits on eBay cheap as well because people were like rage quitting it immediately. The, the problem is, if, I mean, I've said this many times, the problem for me with it was that we backed it um, when there was like a whole group of us who were going to play it in um, the Midlands. And then by the time it arrived, yeah, well, two of us had moved away. Yeah. And another two people were like, oh, I'm not sure I'm in this mini-gaming lark anymore. I was like, it was, was it a year and a half late? A year and a half, uh, two years late, I think. No, probably. yeah, it, it was yeah. two to three years late. I ended up, this is this is a really good one. I ended up driving, well, being driven to Scotland to pick mine up from Nick because it was being shipped to him. <laughs> then I drove, got driven back to Basingstoke with it. At which point I had to drive up to Manchester at a later date to meet up with Alex to hand over his. Oh God! Yeah, mine was um, my rank nights came to Chris Cawthorn. Yeah, so, oh. yeah, it, it, that that thing was a disaster in many senses. But there you go. It really was. It was. Um, yeah, I'm glad. Um, it's a shame, but I, I've, had, I've I, I like the fact I still don't play. Um, Ninja War Stars very often, but I like still like it. I love the models. We do play um, Railus, uh, Rail Raiders Infinite. I quite like that's of course still a fun game. Mm-hmm. Robbing trains and stuff with sci-fi cowboy TV things. Robbing um, banks. Absolutely, indeed. See, at, at this point, um, it, it, if I could pull a board game out, I probably wouldn't pull out with one with miniatures. I would go with Terraforming Mars again because. So- that's that's just a phenomenal like uh, board game, um, where I spent was it three hours building up a rainforest belt around the equator of Mars and going I'm going to build some cities, <laughs> and yeah, it was great. Is that is that not excessively long like a seven hour game? Or is, no, or is it- no, no. It's it's uh, mo- uh, okay in over the space of three hours, which is normally we do an RPG session on a Thursday, but enough people dropped out that. We kind of didn't have the numbers, and over the space of three hours, not only did we learn to play, but also started and finished. That was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, because once you get down the base mechanics, cause it looks like when you open the box, you've got seventeen different kinds of cube, and like you're thinking, oh, these must all do different things. Mm. Like, no, you have your color for your player, 
which is five of the types, and then gold, silver, and bronze, which are, depending on where they are on your sheet in front of you, are different values of resources. And, okay. And basically, all, all the information you need is kind of right in front of you on your sheet. So there's like, there's money here, and then there's um, like vegetation that you can plant over here, and then there's uh, heat that you can use to raise the temperature of Mars of another one. Wow, it's, okay. It's all really simple. It kind of, it tells you at the end of the turn, you produce resources and you've got it all on tracks in front of you. So, you know, I get three cubes there, three cubes there, three cubes there. Oh, cool. And it just, it just ticks over. Um, that reminds me of looking at a different game, but that reminds me of the the way blocks slotted, which is um, who goes there, the thing the, the more kind of the bigger kind of thin thing type game based in the original book. Okay. Yeah, Antarctica and weird yeah, things yeah. and stuff. Um yeah, that has cubes that slot into cards and even 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 pull out bits of the of your play mat that then allows you to slot more more cubes. Oh they they don't actually slot into them. It's it's just like uh, resources sitting on top of it. But there are right. specific places they go. Yeah. But yeah, it's 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 a nice little Euro game that Yeah, I've works. seen I haven't watched a full video of it, but I've seen a few come up on YouTube talking about that. Yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. Yeah. But yeah, there's still kind of there's still this duality with Kickstarter, isn't it? I mean, the, the Hellboy game, they, if you there's a few on YouTube now, or even with James Hewlett in it as well, um, uh, talking about it, and they show you the retail box and they show you the Kickstarter box, and it, it, there's like twice the volume. It's a it's a really lovely big box, and you look at it and go, that's worth the money. And the little box, and you go, I'd be disappointed if I bought that. I was so tempted uh, to drop what was it four hundred quid Ooh. on the Assassin's Creed one. Oh really? I did look at that, and I was like, mm. uh, "You you underestimate how much I love Assassin's Creed 2, okay. um, which is what that was set around." Because I've played through that game like four or five times, and the whole thing of having that sort of that band of assassins and Ezio and yeah, okay, it was it looked absolutely gorgeous. It came along at depending on your view, either just the right or just the wrong time because i did not have the money yeah um i think that's i, I know you mean about the, the fluff i mean i quite like the next um zombicide has got like tons of characters from blade runner it's got rick and morty in it it's got yeah, the, yeah there's extra characters you can play are just off the scale silly sci-fi because it's all aliens and things again and you get that, that that's quite a nice feel but i haven't seen a game that is from a computer game that I could think of that I'd really want. I mean, the StarCraft game, they didn't, if they did another StarCraft game now, I might, that might be more tempting. With the Star say, they did, they did basically reprint that. Oh, do you know what it was? No. Forbidden stars. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. So StarCraft, they lost the license oh, and gee. basically reprinted it with the 40 K license, which they then lost. Mm. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it, it was an interesting game. It's yeah. I we tried to play that on um, like a, a wargaming evening, and we just didn't have the time. So right. Anyway, I I, I need to go. So yeah, me too. I'm gonna bath and get rid of bed. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's for uh, people listening live. It's been uh, lovely speaking to you, and uh, we'll see you again when Benj decides to schedule us again. Oh. And, if, and if Kurt bothers to turn up. Yeah, that's, oh. that's more. That's more of the pressing issue. Yeah, oh. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, goodbye to you, fine people out there.